Talk Radio. Rudolph, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose, and if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh. Hey, that's my my man. Well, not my man, but I love the guy. Part of the Rat Pack, that's Dean Martin singing the before-mentioned Rudy the Red-Nosed Reindeer, or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, his rendition of it. Rudy the Red-Nosed. This is Sammy, man, and I love, I love Dean, man. He was a cool cat, and I love cats. Hot cats, cool cats, all kinds of cats. And that was Sammy. Oh, I love Sammy, too. I love the Rat Pack. The Rat Pack. Isn't that a cool name? So, this is the Toxic Why Is That Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, uh, here on Renegade Talk Radio, coming from the great north, northeast, the great white northeast, as we have had snow for about a good month now, been plowed out uh, a few times. Today was some strange weather, a little snow, a little sleet, a little rain, made for some sloppy uh, driving. Just have to be careful. And... Uh, Played some hoops tonight, full court action. Did okay. Sore. Oh, my word. The thing about being over 50 and arthritis and soreness, it's kind of a double edge because uh, if you exercise, you're going to get sore, but if you don't exercise, you're going to get stiff. It's like almost two different kinds of uh, pain. But I take uh, glucosamine, chondroitin, joint pills, and uh, aspirin with lidocaine. I'm, I'm uh, tea and Tylenol. I'm taking everything that I can that's uh, safe and effective. Trying to do more with like topical creams and ointments. There's a thing called black tape out, and I haven't tried it yet. Supposedly it's a tape you put around your injuries. Uh, now, I've used the pain patches with lidocaine. Now, lidocaine used to be prescription, but now you, the last year or so, a couple of years, you can, it's in like uh, Bengay and it's in Asper Cream and other ointments, and Icy Hot. Now, I, I don't want to really wear or use the ointments that are smelly, like Bengay. So, very effective. Absorbing Junior, very effective. Icy Hot, very effective. And I do use them when I'm playing. But when I, after I played, I used Mills the Asper Cream because it doesn't smell. I don't want to smell like, uh, you know, Grandma's pantry or closet. So there's a variety of things. But i got to try this black tape out. I don't know if uh, you people out there in Radio Land, Internet Land, have used it or not. But uh, um, I'm going to try to get some. I'm trying to use everything I can to keep moving, keep playing. And after Christmas, I've got to cut back on a lot of junk food. I just have to get back. Last year I did it. Uh, I made a New Year's resolution, which I kept for most of the year, and I dropped about 15 pounds or so. And that's what I'm looking to do this year, except keep it off. Uh, it's really hard. Hard finding the right diet. I mean, eating carrots and celery with peanut butter. And sometimes you think you're eating something that's where you're losing weight, and you're not. You're actually doing something worse. Uh, you have to check the calories out and the fat content, but Anyways, it's going to be tough, but uh, right now we're celebrating Christmas and looking forward to putting up my tree real soon and my train, my Lionel trains that go around it every year. If you look on my Facebook page at Mark Chaplin, uh, Bangor, Maine, Facebook, 
you will, uh, uh, well, you can friend me if you're not already a friend. Most of my friends already listen to the show, and you can see uh, my uh, Lionel Train um, outlet or outfit layout, I guess you'd say, that I, I put up uh, every year. So, again, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show, wishing everybody out there a Merry Christmas and upcoming Happy New Year. Hello, this is Kim Jong-un, also known as the leader of uh, North Korea, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and, of course, a Happy New Year. And hopefully the New Year I don't blow it up. <laughs> anyway, Merry Christmas. Figgy pudding, what that? Well, that was a Christmas wish from... Our good friend Kim Jong-un, who promises at least not to blow us up until the new year. So that's very, very nice of him. Thank you, Kim Jong-un, for the uh, holiday wishes. Merry Christmas to you, too. I was just watching Frosty the Snowman, and he was freezing his snowballs off. <laughs> oh, a little Christmas humor there. That's one of my favorites. I think uh, the Grinch, well, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is my favorite. Then uh, I really, and they don't show it as much as they used to it. I do love Frosty the Snowman. Uh, classic with uh, Jimmy Durante as one of the main characters. <laughs> Got a million of them. I always like Jimmy Rain. A lot of people don't know who he is unless you like classic uh, movies and old TV shows. But uh, he was a gentleman with a big nose. And he did a lot of commercials, did a lot of bit parts, did a lot of uh, movies and shows. And uh, I got a million of them, folks. He was one of my favorites growing up. Um, Miss him, but uh, he, uh, yes, what was I talking about? Oh, yes, Rudolph. Definitely, I think Rudolph... The Red-Nosed Reindeer is my favorite. Oh, well, Miracle on 34th Street, my favorite. Uh, and then, of course, Scrooge. And then there's Mr. Magoo, Christmas Carol. Oh, oh, oh Mr. Magoo. Oh, Charlie. Oh, Mr. Magoo, Merry Christmas. Remember that? Uh, Charlie's kind of a politically incorrect character now. Uh, they actually did the change of the voices uh, from the crazy Chinese guy to more... Hey, Mr. Magoo, he talks more normal, which is okay. I don't... Politically correct stuff is driving me nuts. I'm Irish, and I don't care if somebody does a shanty Irishman voice, so... But anyways, that's, uh, that's Frosty the Snowman. So many Christmas uh, shows out there. And, of course, like I've always said before, as a kid... Now, kids are lucky nowadays because they can watch on demand and watch it on their PC, their tablet, their... You know, uh, DVD, DVR, whatever, uh, live, 199, 200 channels, whatever. So they can watch it all now. But back in the day, in the 60s and 70s, and pretty much till the 80s, till the VHS and Betamax came out, and then DVDs later on, you had to watch it while it was happening. Like Saturday morning cartoons, the Christmas classics were no different. So when Rudolph came on, you had to, you had to make sure you caught it, because they only showed it once. 
Most of these uh, programs, back when there was only three or four networks, they only showed it once. So if you missed Rudolph, you missed it. Now, luckily up here in the Great Northeast, we are close to the Canadian border. So we've got CTV and ATV, Atlantic Television and Canadian Broadcasting System from St. John. And the other one was from Moncton. Uh, and we were able to watch some of these shows. Sometimes they played them at the same time or an hour later because uh, they are an hour ahead of us and the time zone, time standard. Although geographically we're in the same area, same location, Eastern Seaboard, uh, they are an hour ahead of us. So we could see the shows twice and sometimes on different nights. So you could watch Rudolph like at 7 Canadian time, 8 our time, and uh, well, 6 our time. It's, it gets confusing, doesn't it? I confused myself already. But anyways, you could watch it twice and at different times. So we were fortunate enough that we did not have the DVDs and the on-demand and TV land and all that. We were our 24-hour television. We were able to uh, sometimes watch them twice the same night or at different times. And sometimes they showed different ones altogether. Like there might be a year where a network doesn't show Charlie Brown, although they usually did, but if they didn't, the other uh, Canadian networks would show it, so you got to see it uh, another time. And me and my, uh, my, you know, my uh, archive recording equipment, I had a reel-to-reel -reel tape recorder, a little one, an RCA. I, oh my, I used that a lot. Then I had a Bigston cassette player, and I would record the shows as much as I could with a recorder. So at least I could listen to the shows and just use your imagination. Uh, no VHS, no Betamax, no DIS. So that's something that you had to do. And uh, you had to catch them while they were on. But the kids are so lucky nowadays. Uh, Entertainment-wise, they just are. Besides the, the, uh, you know, the, the networks, the cartoon networks and Nickelodeon, the, the networks that are just for the kids, you now have uh, DVDs and on-demand and Netflix. So you can watch these shows anytime you want. So some people still use the VHS. I watch something on VHS if I don't have it otherwise. If I can't get it on YouTube or Netflix or something. Or I don't have it in my DVD collection. But, um, yep, a lot of Christmas shows and specials on. And they'll be on clear up until probably New Year's. Of course, you, then you have like the Hallmark channels that play the Christmas movies. And like I said, it's always like uh, Christmas is canceled. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's like a battle back and forth. And... Uh, so it's always, and then there's always the love interest, like a mean lady comes into town, maybe she's Scrooge yet, and she's going to close the town down, or close the Christmas tree factory down, or close Santa down, something bad. And then uh, she falls in love with a guy, or a guy falls, you know, it's, it's either, or vice versa. There's even one where uh, Santa Claus's daughter gets in a love affair, or love, loves this guy, and it, it's really, uh, Complicated, but not complicated, if you know what I mean. I've confused myself again. But anyways, you know, all movies, even Disney movies, pretty much have to have a villain. Uh, you know, it's not all Pollyanna. So, uh, <laughs> and Christmas movies, Christmas movies are no exception. you gotta have, uh, you got to have the bad guy, like in Scrooge and Miracle on 34th Street. All these movies have someone who wants to put... Uh, uh, damper on Christmas or Santa and uh, so 
That's what you have this jolly time of year. Ho, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. From Santa. And speaking of spots, as Howard Carcel used to say, the Patriots uh, won their game against the Minnesota Vikings at home in Foxborough. Uh, 24-10. Defense played great. They play great at home, Patriots, when they're on the road. Kind of going to be scared. They've lost to really three bad teams. Or not so good teams. Not horrible teams, but, you know, not very good teams. But uh, I thought Jacksonville would be better. They've kind of slid. And so um, they're 9-3, and three, the number one in their uh, division. They're going to get in the playoffs, there's no doubt about that. they got four games left. They sh should go at least 2-2, two and two, I'm thinking. Finish 11-5. Uh, and five. So at the very least. But uh, we, we shall have to see. Have you done your Christmas shopping? Got it all done? I'm a procrastinator. And I kind of always have been. I remember even in my 20s and 30s that in the 80s Christmas is coming and uh, I'm hitting the stores like the day before Christmas <laughs> shopping. Um, I never think I never thought of myself as a procrastinator but uh, I guess I, I, I am in some things. I'm always on time. I always make uh, I always make my deadlines. I always make my appointments unless I cancel them but I'm always early for things, a job, whatever it is, whatever I have to do, basketball, my job, uh, doing commercials, comedy shows, I'm always there early. But when uh, it comes to Christmas shopping, I'm, kind of, I'm a little procrastinator. And sometimes after Christmas, you know, and I'm not cheap, I'm just looking for good deals. You buy the deals after Christmas, put them away, and save them for next year. And you can save 50%, uh, sometimes 75% on, you know, sportswear and jackets and clothing and shirts and maybe a sports equipment or electronics. So actually what they usually say is the best deals are of course after Christmas because these stores are looking to get rid of all their inventory to bring new inventory in. So um, I mean there are some great deals before Christmas but certainly I think the best deals are after Christmas. So I'll, do, I'll be doing a little bit of shopping on both ends before and after as I usually do. Only problem is, is trying to find storage space to put everything because I collect films and my video equipment and my studio equipment takes up a lot of room, so um, it can be a challenge to uh, store things away and to get rid of a lot of, and I was sorry to do it, but I had to. I had a lot of 16 millimeter films and equipment. Now 16 millimeter is what you probably saw when you were, if you were a baby boomer especially, up until the 80s, what you saw in school until they brought in the VHS tapes. It was the old projectors with the big reels. Remember some sound would go down, oh, go really hurry, you know, <laughs> or the light bulb would burn out or the film would break halfway through. I, yeah, I've been all through that as a projectionist myself. Yes, I was a projectionist at UMFK, University of Maine, Fort Kent, uh, way up north, and I worked in the audiovisual department. Um, I understand a lot of colleges, uh, they call it a volunteer department now, and I, whew, although I would have volunteered, I, I got paid. I get paid to uh, show movies and do audiovisual and camera work and copying and all that, showing films, video equipment. So, but anyways, uh, I had a lot of 16 millimeter films, and I I sold mm, about 75 percent of them off. Kept some of the better ones, and 
just don't have the space. They've got to be kept. It can't be too hot. can't be too cold. You've got to keep them in cans. Um, they'll turn to that's what's, what's called a vinegar syndrome, uh, uh, 16 millimeter. And I think 35, to some extent, will start to smell like vinegar, and the film will warp. So you have to be very careful about storing it. And uh, so, but I, uh, I, I miss it, but uh, I just don't have the space for it, and not, not at this time. My, my dream is to have a studio off the coast of Maine where I have like a, back, uh, uh, a theater studio in the back. Jerry Lewis did that. He had a house with a theater built right into it so they could perform songs and shows, and he could show his movies. He made a lot of homemade movies. I wonder where those went. Now, he's not very close with any of his sons, or he hadn't been. Uh, so I don't know where all of his home movies went. Must have been a pile of them. So, but anyways, Merry Christmas, and uh, hope you get your shopping done. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, what do we have? How many days left? Well, a bunch of days left, but it seems to come up fast. So, get out there and get your shopping done, but uh, drive careful, be safe, and don't spend too much. Remember, those deals come after Christmas, too. Quick sports note, the Celtics are looking like the Celtics of old. Blow out the Knicks, and uh, they lost them last time. It was really ugly. But this time they blow them out 128 to 100, so things are looking good. The uh, Patriots will be at Miami. The Red Sox, of course, are done, and they won the world championship. Bruins are kind of in the middle of the pack and we're dealing with some injuries. Now it's time for some movie reviews. And, uh, well, you know, I always talk about uh, what I call movies that are turds. That's uh, bad movies. Movies not worth uh, seeing. Movies most likely made with a camera phone. And I want to say again that uh, there are some movies that are low budget that, uh, that can be entertaining, but not many. That's, let's be fair, um, because... Uh, you may have the right idea and the right script, but uh, the, not the right equipment and not the right actors and writers and so forth. But anyways, uh, let's give people credit for trying. At least they tried. They tried. And they don't have big Hollywood budgets. So There's a movie called Down River that's a war movie. <coughs> and it's not bad. I give it a C+. Plus. Uh, the movie, a really strange movie called Song of the Back and Neck. It's about a guy, a lawyer, and he falls for one of his <coughs> clients. And it's really strange, but it's kind of entertaining. You keep watching it. Oh, it's really, really weird. But it's kind of funny. It's kind of a dark, dark comedy. Uh, again, called Song of the Back and Neck. Uh, a lot of Christmas shows out there, Christmas uh, horror, you know, horror movies too, like Elves, which was really bad. Made with a camera phone. Don't bother watching it or buying it. Scariest Night of My Life, uh, definitely made with a camera phone and uh, not even a good one. <laughs> Give that a D and Elves a D minus. Movie called Payday, which uh, again was uh, low budget. And, uh, you know, they make the box look good. They make the poster look good. It seems like it's going to be good, but it's really, again, a turd. The Ghost Beyond, uh, if you see that in the stores or on demand or <coughs> in the $5 bin, pass. It's, uh, it's pretty bad. It's a D. 
D minus. Um, Under the Silver Lake. Now that's not a bad movie, actually. That's not a bad movie. Uh, I give that a B, and I won't give it away too much. But it's a it's a pretty good movie. And then there's a movie called Colette. It's about um, a true story about um, uh, a, a writer in the 1880s in Paris. And it's a biography. And I give it a B. And she has a strange relationship with her husband because they both have, like, a bad sexual prowess. And, but she's talented, and he gets the credit for it. Kind of like uh, what happened with uh, Mary Shelley and Frankenstein. Um, in the 17, late 1700s, early 1800s. So I give that a B. It's called Colette. So if you get a chance to watch it, watch it. And we talked about Robin Hood. I did like that. I give it a B. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's a kid's movie, but it's kind of funny. Uh, also a B. So uh, that's our quick movie review for right now. Again, I'm waiting for that Laurel and Hardy biography movie to come out. Been watching snippets. Uh, previews of it and clips and uh, trailers. You can see the, any of those on YouTube. So uh, that's our movie review time here at the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Uh, and Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. One of my favorite Christmas uh, movies was uh, You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. A Christmas Story made in 83, quite a long time ago. And I actually know both those kids that were in it, Ian Petrella, who played uh, Ralphie's brother, and Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie. You'll shoot your eye. I actually played basketball with him. And uh, Toluca Lake, uh, California, up by Burbank, at the Oakwood Apartments. I lived there for a few months uh, while I was auditioning for TV shows and commercials. And uh, a really nice kid. Yeah, he's he's uh, he was playing ball, and he's actually not, but he's not wasn't a bad little player. I think he lives in Arizona now. Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie, and uh, uh, the favorite part of that was when he drops. Uh, well, it's all funny because you remember the bullying that went on in school, and the kids chasing the snowballs. God, I got hit by a thousand snowballs, and um, you uh, you remember all that the old type of school the old building we had that growing up when I was in the fifth and sixth grade it was an older building used to be the high school and I think my favorite part is when he's helping his father change the tire and he hits the lug nuts and they go all over the place oh fudge only I didn't say fudge I said the word the bad word which was of course you know what I mean but uh, <laughs> then he had his uh, mouth washed up with Life Boy soap or something he didn't care for. Of course, no one would like that. Um, that movie is also funny when he's talking to Santa Claus and he's asking for the Red Ranger BB gun and Santa says, you shoot your eye out. He climbs back up the the slide. <laughs> Poor Ralph, he can't get anybody to help him out. His teacher says, you shoot your eye out. You shoot your eye out. I remember my mom saying that too with him when it came to BB guns. God, uh, it's no wonder I didn't. I shot everybody else, but except for myself. But uh, that's one of my favorite movies, and they 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 show that uh, on TBS like uh, on a loop all day long, starting Christmas. Uh, at least traditionally they have. I think they probably are going to do it again. And you never get tired. It's one of those movies you never get tired of seeing. Uh, 
there's so many Christmas movies and it, you know the National Lampoon, uh, Chevy Chase's Christmas Vacation and uh, the classics uh, Scrooge, Ebenezer and the Grinch, Charlie Brown so many that uh, Miracle on 34th Street just so many you can't really I can't really put one at the top you just kind of categorize them like in a big bag of favorites I like them all there's uh, very few Christmas movies and TV shows. I even like going to YouTube and going back to the 60s, 70s, and 80s and watching. TV Channel used to do that. They used to play a whole day of classic TV shows like uh, Happy Days, A Christmas Special, and uh, The Odd Couple, uh, All in the Family. They played all the Christmas shows from all those times. Good Times, speaking of Good Times, Sanford and Son, Elizabeth, you not big dummy. And all those shows, so uh, you can see them a lot of them or many of them on uh, on YouTube, uh, Christmas shows and uh, the movies and uh, the classics, all of them. But uh, yeah, Peter, and I knew Ian Petrella because him and I were with the same agent management company in Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard, and uh, he was into puppets, doing puppet puppeteering work, and I'm not sure. Both really nice guys. Uh, when you met them in person. So uh, remember, you'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> that was so funny. And uh, kind of true, you do have to be careful. I wonder how many people just have shot their eye out with a BB gun. Well, of course, Ralph did, but he had his glasses on, and he blamed it on ice, but it was really funny. Oh, my God, I, sh I shot my eye out. <laughs> it came to flourish, and it did happen. But he didn't actually shoot his eye out. He hit his glasses and broke them. So. Then the dogs come and eat the t family turkey. So they have to go to, uh, they have to, go to a Chinese restaurant. And uh, just classic funny. Never get tired of seeing those. The line ends here. It begins there. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? No, no, I want to fit the red under cover. And I said, do you want to get rid of my leg rifle? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Even Santa, even Santa discouraged this uh, air rifle, BB gun, Red Rider. Now, I never had the Red Rider, I don't think. I had, uh, I had the Daisy BB rifle. I think it's a Model 94 Winchester. And uh, shot some of my cousins, and they'll tell you about it. But that's a whole other story altogether. Never really shot them in the head, in the leg, in the back. God, I, I shouldn't be armed. Um... <laughs> Oh my gosh! I, I some of these I didn't. I I, I guess I had selective memory because I forgot some of the things I did to my cousins until they remind me how I hit them or beat them up or shot them with a BB gun or an arrow or sword or something. Oh God! No wonder they don't send me any Christmas cards. <laughs> well, some do and some don't. But uh, that's uh, one of my favorite classics. It's uh, a Christmas story. So if you get a chance to see it. Definitely watch it if you haven't already seen it or heard of it. Seems like there's been some bad Santas around beside the uh, perverts that uh, are registered sex offenders and are playing Santa Claus, hiring themselves out. Been a few arrests in that department, but there's been some Scrooges, too. Um, they had some videos of uh, people stealing Salvation Army collection kettles. That's disgraceful. That's really low. Uh, dregs. Pukes. And I hope they catch them. They had some pretty good videos of them. 
the ones they showed on the national news. So with 30 million people watching the news, they're ho hopefully they catch them. So shame, shame, shame. And uh, it seems like it happens every year, whether it's outside. This was outside, you know, one of the, where they have the Santa ringing the bell. And hopefully they, they catch these sons of bitches. And uh, pretty good look at least one of them. I could tell by the video that they had. Got to be careful what you do nowadays. There's a video of it somewhere, someplace. If you watch any crime show, it seems like the cops have better tools than they ever had. Because now they have, uh, you know, emails and texts and cell phone data, GPS, and uh, closed caption videos. And it's not like the old black and white grainy VHS tape videos. These are mostly, a lot of them are HD, high definition, or digital. So they're pretty good images. And they're all over the place. Most every store has them because it used to be in the old days it cost a fortune, which cost you thousands to lay out a security system with uh, cameras. Nowadays, not so much. A really good uh, HD camera is under 100 bucks sometimes if you're just looking for something to uh, monitor and where it used to be a thousand maybe to have this set up it maybe cost a few hundred so all the big stores have it that's for sure have the uh, great and even now some even the mom pop stores have it so it's a really good tool and a really good weapon and uh let's hope they catch these uh christmas time bandits shame Shame, as Gomer Paul would say, shame, shame, shame. Golly, at Christmas time too. But uh, so let's uh, let's hope they catch those uh, sons of bitches. Hey, they're uh, making a movie about Dick Cheney, and uh, <clears> that <throat> should be good. Hey, uh, even shows him shooting somebody with a shotgun. Remember, he shot his friend. So it's a wonder that guy lived. I think it was just birdshot, but still. It was like from 10 feet away. It's a miracle that he uh, didn't kill him or hurt him really worse than he did. So um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing that. I, I guess you could say it's a biography drama slash comedy, dark comedy. So uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing that. But not as much uh, forward to as I am seeing the Laurel and Hardy movie that's coming out around Christmas time. And uh, speaking of movies, I saw Aquaman. And it's nothing like the comic book that I read and remember anyway. He, in the comic book, he looks like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> an Aryan, you know, blonde hair and, you know, six foot two or whatever and... In the movie, he looks more like a raw wrestler. I, maybe, maybe it was played by a wrestler. I don't know who played him. I've never seen him before that I could tell. But he had a beard. He looked more like uh, Odin or, you know, the guy with a trident. And maybe that's what they were trying to pitch. This was in 3D, too, which I'm not a really big fan of. kind of gives me a headache. I mean, he's kind of neat, maybe, for a few scenes, but the whole movie... Mm. When, it does, when they do that, it kind of gives me a headache. That's why I don't even want a 3D television. <coughs> but, uh, you know, I give the movie a, a B minus, I guess. Because it was really well done. And a lot of underwater fight scenes. I couldn't tell who was a what and who was on what side. But, uh, you know, 
they uh, they only have so much they can do. So, uh, but uh, it's kind of an enigma trying to figure out. Uh, doesn't have any gills, so how does he breathe underwater? I don't know. It's a magic. It's magic, I guess. But anyway, it's pretty good, you know. It's a comic. It's a comic book. It's a superhero. DC Comics, right? Yeah, that's what it was. So, uh, yeah, I would recommend it. And we're, do we're doing our countdown to Christmas. We'll be doing our Christmas shows. Army beat Navy in the annual Army-Navy game, just by a touchdown. I think, I think Army's in the top 20, maybe 25. Not sure. So, uh, Patriots will be playing the Miami... Dolphins in Miami. They always have a hard time playing there. It's always a tough game there. Even when they've won the Super Bowl, they've lost at Miami. Even Miami, Miami might be eight and eight or seven and nine, or losing record, and they still the Patriots just don't play well there. Achilles' uh, heel, if you will, I guess they'd say. But uh, hopefully they can pull this out because they, they have a tight race: Kansas City and Pittsburgh and San Diego and some of these other. AFC teams. It's going to be interesting. And the wild card race is really interesting. Like five or six teams vying for a couple spots, for a couple wild card spots. Same in the NFC. You know, Dallas and Washington and all those teams. So, I mean, there were some teams that were out of it pretty much by uh, Thanksgiving. The Giants. All those Giants kind of hung in there. Looked like they might have a chance, but um, they don't really. Same with Jacksonville and some of these other teams. So it's uh, it's winding down. You know, it's Fourth uh, of July, and then it's uh, the first preseason football game. And then it's Thanksgiving. Then it's uh, almost Christmas. So hang in there, folks. Ho ho ho! Here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. Hey, this is uh, Dick Cheney speaking of my new movie. <laughs> Can't wait to see it. Someone might really get shot. Anyway, it's Dick Cheney wishing uh, everybody Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, and uh, I asked Santa for a uh, new shotgun. <laughs> I suppose I'll get it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Merry Christmas. Well, that was a Merry Christmas greeting from our good friend, Mr. Dick Cheney who has a new movie coming out about himself. And uh, looking forward to seeing that. Again, along with the Laurel and Hardy bio movie. Should be good. And like I said, people say before my time. Before my time. Laurel and Hardy before. They're considered maybe the greatest comedy duo team ever. And, uh, you know, you know my feelings. I love them. But I... I for me, it's the Three Stooges, I think, because I grew up more watching the Stooges. And you'd be surprised they did a study in more Harvard grads, men especially, because Stooges is a man thing. Laurel Hardy, some women will like, because it has a lot of women in it. They're always giving Laurel and Hardy trouble. But uh, they did a study, and a lot of Harvard grads, men, their favorite thing, one of their favorite shows was the Three Stooges. So uh, I guess there's no correlation between intelligence and enjoying someone getting a hammer over the head or a slap across the face. But uh, 
Yeah, they're uh, before my time. Yeah, right. Well, if you know who George Washington, Lincoln, and Jesus Christ, and Muhammad, and uh, Moses, if you know all those people, then it's not before your time. And if, uh, especially with television, you have 150 channels. Half of them play shows from the 50s and 60s, and Turner Classic Movies, TV Land, Nickelodeon, and many other channels. They play older, older shows. Because it's expensive to make new ones, and uh, you're better off showing old ones. Especially, I'd rather watch an old good show than a new bad show, right? And there's a lot of new bad shows out there. A lot of them, a great many. <clears throat> the new Connor show, is that still on? I don't know, I, that's, that was horrible. Uh, John Goodman looks like he's got one foot in the grave. I know he lost a lot of weight, put it back on. It looks like someone you know, took the air out of him. But anyway, this uh, the Connor show looks horrible, and I don't think it'll last. The show Mom, that's a disgusting show. They, all they talk about is getting laid and shaving their pussies. And, oh, God, man, it's, it's, it's disgusting. I guess I was just kind of disgusting there when I said that, but uh, I'm not going to bloop that out because uh, that's what the show talks about. And I just don't find it funny. Um so many. That, what is it? Well, I saw, like, what is it? Two broke waitresses or something. It's still on the air. They must have a friend at the pen, as my old high school coach, Mr. Sparling, used to say, because their shows, like, the ratings are in the toilet, but it's still on. That's, that's what gets me, especially in this day and age. Back in the 60s and 70s, up until the 80s, if an executive at CBS or NBC liked or didn't like the show, they had a lot of, sh they had a lot of pull. They could pull the show or they could have it stay on. Back in the 60s, CBS used to have uh, Andy Griffith and Gomer Pyle, golly, and all these other shows, Petticoat Junction, you know, these like rural funny shows and um, westerns. And the, the guy who took over CBS, he decided, well, I don't, even though these shows are in the top ten, I don't like them. I don't like the way they had, where there's, station is heading the network so they went to more cop shows like dragnet and well other shows and you know cop shows and lawyer shows and they started canceling shows like gomer Pyle and mayberry who were still in the top 10 top 20 ratings but uh, you probably wouldn't get away with that nowadays because if a show is good it's gonna be on and uh if it won't be on your network somebody else will pick it up especially with uh you know all all the networks that are out there that are looking for shows and product. So that's another uh, observation here from the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio with our Christmas special shows. Right up until Christmas and New Year's. Hoping that you'll have a good New Year's. I'm going to try to get back into great shape. I won't say great, but good, better shape by cutting out a lot of the junk food that I've been eating. And uh, I did it last year, and I dropped about 15 pounds right after Christmas. And I'm hoping to do it this year and keep it off. And speaking of this year... Feliz Navidad! Feliz Navidad! Happy Christmas in Mexicano. In ha and uh, one of my favorite songs, Jose Feliciano. Feliz Navidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And we want to wish you a Merry Christmas too. 
and happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating. But for us that love Christmas, Merry Christmas. Right, Santa? Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. And, of course, a Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. Look me up on Facebook, Mark Chaplin, Bangor, Maine. Uh, Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, from the great northeast, not the great northwest, which is uh, on the other side, the great northeast. Merry Christmas here from the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio.